What's up, guys? Welcome back to another banger unordinary podcast. Yes, sir. First thing we want to do is we really do want to just, you know, shout out to every single one of you guys that looked at our video, that watched it. All 52 of you, I believe, is what we got. We really do appreciate all the love um, and everything you guys do. You know, the real OGs, if you would say it. Yeah, uh, victory for the OGs. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I really do appreciate uh, all 50 viewers, and that's only within three days. So yeah. the podcast episode hasn't even been up for a week, uh, so we really do appreciate that. Uh, we had eight hours of total watch time, which means between those 50 viewers, uh, eight hours of the podcast was watched, uh, which means some people may have watched all the way through, some may have not. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't forget to, you know, hit the like and subscribe button, uh, as this is something we want to continue to pursue and had a blast doing last time. Uh, and then, uh, I guess we could just go ahead and jump into our first segment uh, of the podcast today, which is going to be our story time segment. Ooh, I got a perfect story for you guys, bro. So there was one time my, when I worked at Walmart, I used to work at Walmart what, like two years ago, my buddy lost about $5,000, um, and just, I guess money lost it to a big time scammer. So what happened was, is the scammer called and claimed to be from our corporate office. And honestly, he should have detected this because it kind of, it was pretty stupid. Um, but what happened was, is the guy called in and was like, I noticed recently that your register just updated, which it did the, the day before it updated. I remember seeing the notification, everything. And he was like, I want to make sure that everything on the system still works properly. So we need you to go scan some items to make sure everything shows up correctly. So he goes, has us grab some stuff. And I'm, I'm not even there. It's like a Saturday, so I'm off of work. But my buddy goes, scans items, and he clears it off. And this is where it gets him. He says, all right, now we need you to go check to make sure gift cards still work properly. He's like, go grab some gift cards, scan them up. He goes, grabs the gift cards, scans them, and he's like, all right, what I want you to do is I want you to put 499999, um, about 500 bucks on the gift card, and put it out as cash. And he's like, and as soon as you do that, we should show that in our system, and we should be good. I think he said he did it with about 10 gift cards, and after he did that, the guy asked, he was like, all right, go ahead and scratch them, and let me know the number. Dude, I would have known from the beginning that yeah. that would, like, they're, they're, it's such a red flag. No, yeah. he scratched every single one of them, told them over the phone. Oh my I, God. I think what got him is the fact that they made him scan items first. I can't, no, I, that's 100% because they called back the next day and I was the one that picked up and they almost got me, bro. Like, I got, I got all the way to the 4999 and I was about to hit it. And I, I thought in my head, I was like, I just told him all the numbers. I was like, if I hit this, it's going to go through and this card's going to have $500 on it. And he has that. And so I was like, this is a scam. And before I could even go get my manager, he hung up. But uh, they actually didn't even fire that guy for it. They, they moved him to a different department, which sucked because I really did like him. He was so cool. And then they put this girl that I hated, hated her guts, bro. And like, I don't hate that many people out there, but she was just so mean. And they put her on the morning shift with me. It was mm. that's tough. It was actually dog water. Yeah, no. Um, and so basically, what happened was is man's got scammed out of five grand. They got they were like, holy crap, let's call this store back. Next day, thought they were gonna get the same guy, and it ended up being you. I know they could have lost ten, 10 grand. I know. I was like, I was like, yo, put that in my paycheck, dog. I saved you that money. All I got was a thank you at a at our morning meeting, and then people came up to me. They're like. 
how'd you figure out it's a scam? I'm like, mm. I'm like, how did you not think of it? Like, come Dude, on, dog. They went into the store and saw him, and they were like, we're coming back tomorrow. We're, yeah. gonna, <laughs> we're gonna call this guy. <laughs> they, 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 they thought they had it in the bag. Dude, Dude, there was there was a ton of scammers that would come through at Walmart, like a ton. And the most the most that they uh, would use is something they called a cash card, which it sounds like almost ridiculous, but they would they would try to run it, and if you hit credit, it wouldn't go through. Or if you hit like the debit card, mm-hmm. it just wouldn't go through. And so they would tell you like, hey, you need to put it as cash because it's a cash card. And I like then the transaction would go through because you know it the system thinks you're paying cash. But I would always like know it because I'm like, dude, this isn't this isn't right. You're dumb. Yeah. So since we're on the topic of our retail history, uh, I got a story about a time when uh, this one lady in particular stole a 75 inch TV. From where? From Target that I worked oh, at. Oh, dude, I forgot you worked there. Yeah. So I worked at Target uh, and I worked in the tech section. And uh, it was uh, around the holiday season. It was Q4, which is quarter four, which means we had a lot of tech sales. We were, we were pumping like 30, 40 grand in tech sales every day. And if we Jeez. weren't hitting that, we were having a meeting as to why we weren't. Jesus. But uh, yeah, no, we were pumping crazy money out of the tech department, crazy amount of um, insurance, like the little warranty things. Uh, but there was this one lady who told me that she came back to the back where I was and said that she had purchased a 75 inch TV and had the exact model and everything. It was like a Samsung or a, uh, LG or something. It was a really expensive TV. It was like yeah. at least $2,500. Jesus. And it wasn't unknown at that time for people to buy stuff like big ticket items like that. And so, uh, I'm like, yeah. Uh, and she was like, yeah, the one that I have has an issue with it. Uh, it just doesn't work. Um, and so they told me to come back here and tell you uh, so that I can exchange mine at the front. And I was like, great. That happens all the time. Literally the front office. Normally the front will walkie the person in the tech department and let them know that they're coming. I didn't get that. It was busy. So I was like, whatever. I take the TV up on one of those flat thing, like flatbed things. And uh, she doesn't even have a TV. Like at all. She didn't bring a TV. Nothing. And so I bring it up there and I tell the front, I'm like, hey, she's going to exchange a TV, whatever. They were packed and they were super slammed. So they were like, okay, cool, whatever. Just tell her to get in line. So what she does is she just gets in line for a second. Once she realizes everybody else is busy, she goes, grabs the cart, walks straight out the front door, loads it up in her truck, dips. Isn't there like a person that reads receipts? Oh, no. No. I I forgot Target doesn't do that. Not at Target, no. Yeah. So she literally... Basically, in order for me to get the TV out of the back, because that's where we kept those TVs were in the back, yeah, and bring it up to the front, I did 90% of the work for her. All she had to do was go grab the cart, push it out the front, since everybody was so busy, nobody noticed, and walked out, drove away, done. What management say? Uh, I didn't get in trouble. Uh, the front got in trouble. Yeah, they should. I mean, they should so have been watching it. The asset protection guy came and talked to me, and uh, basically, I explained to him what happened. He said, "Oh, so it's not your fault because I did everything I was supposed to do. It's the front, like front end's fault where the customer service is." And I was like, uh, "Yeah," <laughs> and, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I guess." And so he went up, and they had like a meeting about, you know, big ticket items and stuff like that, and so. I then 
after that had to take anything that I took up there in a lock case. If it was a big TV, like a 75 inch TV, I had to like put it in the back behind everybody. And so it was kind of annoying for the front end because they had to sit there with a big old flatbed behind them uh, with a big old TV on it. But it is what it is. They they messed up on that one. But she got a f- free $2,500 TV, though. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I, I wonder if she got the, the wall mount service to go with it. Dude, she hit them licks, man. Dude, she did. And apparently it wasn't her first Target either. Because oh, I've got a homie. He does uh, asset protection for Target. Uh, won't say where, but... He told me that they had in the area that she was already on the uh, on the list of they they have in the in the like uh, asset protection room they mm-hmm. have their own office they have like a wall of people to look for. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like pictures. Right? Yeah, like their picture <laughs> from the CCTV how did, how camera. How did the asset protection at your place not like don't they have the access to that? They weren't there, so oh. there was there was one guy there, security, and he was um, he I actually already knew that he was looking at him. Because he's he was one of those we had like these um, consumer cellular phones yeah. and he would come up and just cut them with a knife like he would cut like six of them pack them in his cart like in a bag and then leave and so he had already hit like three targets that day and he was coming to our store next based on you know what he had done in the past and sure enough he was there and I notified my asset protection guy he was the asset protection was on his way back as I was taking the TV to the front, basically. Oh, dang, yeah. dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Dude, so. you, just, you just made me think about something. So um, I don't know if I told you, but I worked at a restaurant, Cheddar's. Mm-hmm. So I think you mentioned it to me once. So when I was 16, I worked at a restaurant called Cheddar's, and I was a busboy. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about people stealing and stuff, so it made me think about this. And it's funny because I wasn't even going to talk about this, but now I got to. Um, so one time I was at work and we're really busy. We're bussing, uh, you know, uh, there's me and a different busser. We're bussing tables and there's these people that come in and do they just, they smell like absolute dank. Like they're, they're high as, as a kite, we'll say. Um, <laughs> Straight Colt 45 yeah, and two yeah. zigzags. They're, they're high as a kite. And they come in, you know, they sit down, they eat. Like, it honestly happens quite a bit. So we're not thinking, like, anything of it. Um, and then they kind of start getting, like, antsy. They start, like, looking around and stuff. And their server's not out there because they're, they're busy. Like, they're, they have so many different tables. So the server's not in the front um, or, the, you know, they're in the kitchen, wherever they may be. But I end up seeing them, like, get up and leave. And, you know, I'm not thinking that they're going to dine and dash because that's exactly oh. that's exactly what they did. Like, I'm, I'm not thinking that they're they're going to dine and dash because I'm like, oh, you know, they paid their bill. They left or whatever. And then the, there was a couple that was sitting because, like, there's a row of booths. And there was a couple that was sitting on, like, the, like, left side of them, I guess. Yeah. And they uh, the second I start, like, busting the table, she, like, the woman gets up and she's like, those guys just dine and dash. And I was like, well, how, like, how do you know? And she was like, I heard them talking about it. And then they said that like, they saw their server like walk around the corner. And so they were like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. And so they go to Dine and Dash and they left their brand new, I can't remember what iPhone it was, but they left their brand new iPhone, whatever, on the table because they were so frantic to leave that they left their iPhone there. And I snagged that thing so fast and went to my GM. And he was like, man, he was like, karma's a bitch and he was like these guys <laughs> these guys are gonna have to literally come back and pay and hope that we don't call the cops yeah so one of them ends up calling the phone my gm answers 
And he tells him, he's like, yeah, he's like, you guys better come pay your bill or, you know, I'm calling the cops and I'll just give him the phone. And these guys come back in like an hour later, dragging their feet. <laughs> and they're like, here's the money. And then they left them. They gave him an extra like 50 bucks because they were scared that he was going to call the cops. I was about to say, I was like, they didn't leave were, a tip? And they were like, they're like, here you go. Like, we're sorry. And he like, he gave him the phone back and he told me he was like, never come back in here. But it was just, it was just so funny to watch them think that they got away with something and just imagine them like in their car when he goes to like grab his phone and he's like, I left my hey, phone yo. in there. Hey, hey, hey. He's like, can somebody call my phone? He's like, yeah. who, who got my phone? <laughs> who got it? Hey, hey, hey stop playing, phone? man. Give it back. <laughs> Imagine, you know, not wanting to pay $100 for like a meal. Because that's probably what it was. So like three people that should, three people at Cheddar's. Not like even. Bucks. Maybe like 50, 60. It's not, it's not that expensive. And you're going to lose your $1,300 iPhone? The, the, the big thing is, why did, if the people heard them talking about it, they could have been like, yeah, hey, I think those guys over there are trying to dine and dash. I mean, why, why snitch it right in front of them, you know? Yeah. But, dude, it worked out, though, because he left the phone. Dude, because yeah. I looked down, and, like, she told me that, and I just kind of stopped and, like, looked at the table, and I was like, damn, bro, they dine and dash. And then I just see that phone, and, I, dude, I was like, fine. <laughs> and I You're like, like nice back. tip, dude, bro. <laughs> I, ran, I ran to the GM, bro, because I was laughing. Because, I, 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 like, I know it's about to happen. Like, you're going to come back for your phone. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you were that broke or even just wanting to be, like, a, a, a POS and dine and dash, like, you're coming back for your phone. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, I just knew. And, I, dude, I, I was walking in the front because uh, I keep saying, like, like, in the front because, you know, if you've worked at a restaurant or a bus, you're usually, like, in the back waiting to, you know, do the clean up the tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, I was just sitting in the back. Like, I didn't want to do anything else. And I was telling my gym, I was like, hey, I was like, let me know when they come back. Let me know when they come back. Like, I got to see this. I got to see this. And, oh, my gosh, man. It was so They're funny. dragging their feet when they walked in, dog. Dude, like shoulders down, everything just <laughs> looks so like defeated. They lost, bro. Go, they man. lost. Here's the money. Here's the money, man. Just take it. Hey, extra fifty bucks, though. I mean, hey, did you get the extra fifty? No, it's for the server, but I should have, right? You should have. You took the phone. I took the they phone. They wouldn't have got no money without it, oh, dude. God. Without me, imagine he comes back. He's like, "Can I have my phone?" I'm like, "Yeah, here you go." No, I'm just playing. You're like, "Give me fifty bucks." Give me, give me fifty bucks. Yeah. I won't tell anybody you dined it as. Give me fifty bucks. You be high. You be square. Good. I don't get it, dude. I don't get like the whole purpose of dining dashing. Like, if you know, like you're broke and you can't afford it, what's the point, dude? All right, guys, we're gonna talk about tipping since we're on the segment of dining dashing and, and restaurants and stuff. I hate tipping so like, much. And in, in this in this era, generation, whatever you want to call it, is absolutely ridiculous. Because I yeah. was a server for like two years after I was, you know, done being a busboy, and I, you know, I turned 18 and I was allowed to serve. I served for like two years at many different restaurants and absolutely tip your servers. 100% believe in that because they are doing a service, right? Yeah. They are bringing your drinks or checking on you, bringing yep. your food, dessert, whatever whatever it is. Absolutely deserve it. But when I go to a place, for instance, like I, I love boba, like tapioca, whatever you want to yeah. call it. And when I go there and they turn that iPad around <laughs> and they look you dead in your eyes and they're like, it's going to ask you a few questions. You know what questions it's going to ask me. Yeah. You know exactly what it's going to ask me. Yep. And they'll, they'll stare into your soul and I'll look right at them. I'll look right at them and just go <laughs> no 0%. <tip. laughs> and I mean, same, same thing with, same thing with like Starbucks. Like I was at Starbucks the other day, got it. This lady like mean mugged me cause I didn't leave a tip. Like she mean mugged me. I was like, ma'am, I was like, one, you already get paid hourly Two, you made my drink. And, you know, maybe a few minutes and then gave it to me. Like, I'm not leaving you guys a tip. Yeah. And, you know, that makes me think 
our culture is so accustomed to wanting a tip. When me and Tyler went on our honeymoon, we went to uh, in uh, Cancun. We went to a mm-hmm. resort called Haven Riviera Cancun. Uh, wonderful resort if you ever want to stay in you know the Cancun area. Uh, but it's all inclusive, adults only. So we paid uh, in total twenty eight hundred dollars for our honeymoon, including flights, everything. And this was a six night stay at this exclusive resort. We were in the Serenity Club, which means we were like VIP with all the old people. Nice. Literally, men walking around with speedos on our honeymoon. <laughs> hey, they the look nice we were, <laughs> Hey, low key, nah. <laughs> but but yeah, no. Uh, we uh, tipping is a big thing there because I'm not paying for my drink. I'm not paying for my food yet. I'm they're still expected to provide this exceptional service, better than any customer service I've ever received here when it comes to like you know eating out or anything like that. And they will love you for two bucks. You give them two U.S. dollars and they don't know what to do. <laughs> they act like you just gave them a hundred dollars. Like that video. Have you seen that video where that? That dude gives that crackhead fifty dollars, and he's like, "Oh my god, dude! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> exactly, fifty dollars! That's exactly how it is there. Like we had this uh, Luis, love Luis, uh, best best <laughs> bartender Luis. ever, best bartender ever, dude. He was there every single day from like eight a.m. when the bar opened to nine p.m. when the bar closed. Tasting that bag, and Jesus, I know. He was giving us like custom shots that only like stuff that he makes for himself and he was doing all this stuff gave the man being there for six days because he was there every day gave him maybe ten dollars a day in total tips he loved he loved that so much and he was like please come back please come back please come back he also didn't care that much about the money as he did about getting a review yeah a review was his life Make sure you please submit a review. Please submit a review. And I was like, I got you. I got you. Another guy, Samuel, best guy ever, was uh, was training to be a pool concierge, but was a lifeguard. Every morning, he did his training to be pool concierge. And in the afternoon, he would switch to lifeguard. I got like these burns. Y'all could probably see them on the camera. I got these burns on my leg from uh, the seats being too hot because uh, it was really hot there and it was during the summer. And uh, they blistered really bad. He gave me this cream. Dude. Healed Wait, he gave you what? He, he gave me the, he gave me like an ointment, a okay. cream uh, to rub on it, and like helped me. Gave him like three dollars, three dollars. It's like he never seen three bucks. I know he's like, oh my god, you just fed me and my family. He's like, thank you so much. Dude, yeah, you you just only tip two dollars in in America. They're spitting in your food. Exactly. That's You're, what I'm they're saying. spitting your drink. Hey, jokes on your them, food. dog. If it's a goth girl, shoot, you doing oh, me a favor. You are disgusting. You are disgusting, man. I mean, hey, if that's if that's what you like, that's what you like. But that's no. I'm a pass. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pass hard. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Me but too. Yeah. You know, like here in America, they expect tips for everything. Oh, they yeah. want to tip. They expect it. It's not that. And whenever I was in Mexico, they didn't expect it. They weren't like disappointed. You, you earn it. Yeah. When, whenever like you didn't give them a tip, they were like, "Okay, I have to work harder to get that money." Yeah. It wasn't like, "Oh, you didn't give me a tip. Now next time you come up to the bar, I'm making your drink worse." Yeah, and like if you. Like, for instance, how I said, like, Starbucks or Boba, 
like if you talk to me like super like nice like you're, you're like you're happy to be at work like you're being really respectful like you know like there's there's ways to talk to people that make them feel more welcomed and like inviting and stuff so yeah maybe then i would give like a dollar or two but when you're the person just like oh leah do you want you want boba in there right oh which one you know what drink do you want yeah and they're like all right that's that'll be five dollars and sixty cents and then they're like it's gonna ask you a few questions yeah I, like i just like no you know but like if there was a bit of a like i guess i don't want to say like if they uh put on a show but like you know just <laughs> you can you can do more if you really want that tip mm -hmm. yeah. you know like you can you can be nicer or even you know like what i said just be more like welcoming and stuff like yeah also hot take sorry sorry choder uh tipping based on service rather than what is the norm so tipping based on how the service was provided to you and not 15%, 20%. I'm not going to lie. I've tipped one penny before. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. I've heard that you yeah, did that. I, I'm, I'm tipped sure one you penny. told me, but I don't remember. Go ahead and... Worst service of my life. Dude never came to our table. And it was at an actual restaurant. Dude never came... I think it was Olive Garden. Dude never came to our table. That was your that, problem. <laughs> that, that explains it. <laughs> Food was cold. Never refilled my drink. And I put one cent on the tip, and then I told, I wrote on the receipt what exactly he did wrong. You know, serving's not for everybody. No. You know, but don't expect to be tipped 15%, 20% of the, the ticket amount if you're providing a horrible service. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Because I've seen where, I, I've worked with servers that say, like, I should be, like, given 20% every single time. Mm -hmm. But I agree when you say, like, it's, like, you get tipped off of, like, how good you take care of, you know, us. Yeah. Like, how good you take care of, like, a table. Um, so, because I've had times where, like, I would be, you know, not necessarily, like, sloppy, but, like, it would be really busy in the restaurant, you know? And so maybe, and sometimes people, uh, are like nice about it they're like okay i understand like you guys are a bit busy and stuff like don't worry if it takes you a little bit longer but some others can be grouchy but sometimes yeah. the truth of the matter is you can't please them all so like sometimes i would get a bad tip and i would be like you know what like i probably could have done better you know mm -hmm. and so i get it's 100 percent by service it's not just because there's that little thing that says 20 percent six dollars and some cents yeah like you shouldn't just be given that like you gotta you gotta work for that oh god dude next thing we know there's gonna be Tip, like asking for tips at like a McDonald's, dude. You haven't seen like, those TikTok memes? No, what? <laughs> where it's like, uh, it's a meme where like some like your husband brings in the groceries and then he whips out the the picture <laughs> of the tip and he's like, <laughs> he whips out that little white swipe card that you can buy on like yeah, Amazon where it's yeah. like a tap to pay. Yeah, it's gonna ask you questions. <laughs> yeah, questions. I was like, it's gonna get so bad. We're gonna be at a Whataburger and they're gonna be asking for tips, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. And and my thing. Uh, speaking of like giving money, I guess is donations when like, like I went to Goodwill, I'm a thrift shopper. I love to thrift shop. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I was, um, checking out, they were like, Hey, do you want to like donate to like this foundation or this hospital or this and that? And from what I found out, you know, one of two things, one, I don't know if my money's really going there yeah. for one for two, sometimes they'll give them money 
like they'll write them a check and then they're trying to make their money back. That's mm. what I hear a lot of places do. So they're trying to get their money back. And so they're like, Hey, could you donate a dollar or two? So they, and you know, so it can help, you know, look good for their taxes. Exactly. And so, you know, they, you know, they look all good. Like, Oh yeah, we, we donate to them, but they get it all back because people feel bad. They're like, Oh, I want to donate to, you know, kids with cancer or people that are less fortunate and stuff, but it's just all a big scheme. I yeah. never, donate unless it's ronald mcdonald house i never will donate at a establishment so like goodwill if you want to donate because that's all they use it for is for their taxes yeah so they get that money willingly and then they donate it to the cause that it's supposed to be donated to but then they turn around and put that on their taxes and they basically are tax exempt for part of their income because it was all uh donation based and then on top of that uh, you know, a lot of those places, if they don't, if they're not giving it to the organization properly, then I don't want to be a part of it. And the only one that I really support would be like Ronald McDonald house or giving directly to St. Jude yeah. or something like that. That way it benefits my taxes and my income rather than some major corporation that's just trying to get a tax exemption. You know, rich people don't even pay taxes. They know I watched a TikTok this, t uh, tax lady literally made her client 250 grand off their taxes because of Jesus. all the exemptions that they had like and credits that they got because of certain things that they have so you know any if all of their houses are under an llc all of the bills for the house uh are um tax exempt so they they get a tax exemption on that so, so basically if me and tyler were to buy a house put it under an llc i work from home anything that revolves around my work, even if I work for a corporation, is tax exempt. If I have to go out Dang. and buy a mouse for my computer, I could write that off on my taxes. Electricity, I can write a portion off on my taxes. Jesus. Dude, and just to, just to go back, like the thing that frustrates me the most about like places like Goodwill and stuff that will go and, you know, ask you for money after donating, like it's just, it's, it's just so frustrating because like they're not doing it out of the kindness of their heart. No. Like they don't care. No. They they don't care about them at all. Or they wouldn't be trying to write it off for this, you know, like yeah. they're like, "Oh, well, we can give them money and then we can write it off and then we can ask our customers to, you know, pay it back, but we'll tell them like, "Hey, it's it's going to this, but it's just, you know, it's going back into Goodwill's pocket." And they like they don't care. And that's no. just the, that's just it's so shitty. We've gotten to a very corporate world um, and it's either, you know, eat or be eaten. You yeah know? so it's like especially with like inflation and stuff like it's either it's either make enough money to live or you just become homeless yeah so yeah, it's either or like live you, in debt yeah yeah or live in debt so it's either like get up and work you know harder and stuff or fall behind and then i mean honestly your life just becomes miserable yep. yeah like and, and so you don't you don't have a choice anymore with that you know me and tyler want to buy a house in mm -hmm. the next year or two mm -hmm. so we've been noticing a lot of these houses are bought by major corporations and neighborhoods and they're rented. So they go buy 10, 15 houses, uh, in a neighborhood, rent them all out, but then they're taking up a majority of the housing market and paying over MSRP basically, or whatever the listing price is and buying out all of these people who can't afford the home but they like are barely able to afford it, but they have millions and trillions of dollars to go dump on houses. So literally there's, I saw a TikTok the other day 
of this lady bought a house in a new neighborhood. She bought one house. Every other house on the block is a rental owned by one corporation. Every single house on the block. That's like 10 houses. Yeah. All owned by one corporation. All of them will be rented. She will be the only homeowner on her street. Jeez. Dude, and you know that corporation's like, how much you want for the house? Come on. Yo, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try yeah. to get her out because they wanna they wanna be able to rent it out to everybody. Yeah. But specifically in Texas, you know, also we have people coming from California. We have people coming from all over. Yeah. Them and our housing heat our housing here is cheaper than California. Yeah. It's getting to be not as cheap as California or not cheaper than California because everybody's moving here and all of the housing market stuff that's going on. But it's out of the roof, you know, like imagine you go and you got this 1200 square foot home in California, right, right in L.A. or something. And you go and sell it for one point two million dollars and then you come buy a five thousand square foot home here for six hundred. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. And then you're still that, that's why, dude, when my parents were trying to buy a house, they got bought out all the time. People would be like, oh, I'll just give you an extra 20 bands. Jesus. Oh, somebody matched that? Oh, I'll give you an extra 40 bands. Yeah. I really want the house. Like, I'm, I'm tired of living in California, or I'm tired of living where I'm at. Let me just give you an extra 60. It saves mm-hmm. them in the long run, dude. Yeah. yeah. They don't have to continue to look, and if it's something they truly want, and if they're going to pay cash for it, and they're not going to have a mortgage anyway because they've already spent so much money on their mortgage in, in California for a smaller space, why not? Yeah. yeah. All right. We are going to get into the next segment of Would You Rather. So Diaz had a list, and we think that maybe you picked one. Oh, you I want to give not. us? You don't want to give us a, a would you rather? All right, well, just throw one out at us. Throw, yeah, throw one out. Throw one out. Throw one out. Let's okay. get it. Let's all get right. it. We can do – all right. So would you guys rather uh, be able to fly, but you can only fly five feet off the ground, or would you guys rather turn invisible, but you can only do it for a minute at a time with a 30-second recharge in between? So it's like a 30 second cooldown where you couldn't be invisible. So yes. it's like a minute and then 30 seconds you can't be, you can be invisible for a minute, 30 seconds you aren't, and then you can go back to being invisible for another yes, minute. That's correct. Um, what were you gonna? I think I'm gonna choose invisibility. See, I don't know about all that. I think I'm gonna go with the flying. Dude. Hey, I mean, let him fucking explain why he's gonna choose no, no, invisibility. No, 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 why, why, what are you? And then I can explain, what are you? No, invisibility, yeah. Yeah, what, what, why are you going to be flying? Dude, okay, not only do it's, I... It's five feet, dog. You're five yeah, feet tall. Not That's only do I not have to ever walk again in my life. Um, Chris. But, wait, think about it, think about it. What if you fall from a height, right? You fall from a giant height, activate your ability, right before you hit five feet from the ground, boom. Floating. You're the only dummy that would fall off of a cliff. I would do that on purpose. And, if I had the ability to stop to myself, yeah, but, I would do it on you purpose. Said, but you said if. You said I'm a if. very clumsy person, You would, you would trip and just... just <laughs> I'm very clumsy, man. Just absol- <laughs> Why would if, you guys if, choose if, invisibility? If there's anybody that needs to walk in the three of us, say, it's both say, of us. It's both of us. I was about to say, I was about to say, I wouldn't have to walk another day in my life. Yeah, no. but you need to walk. <laughs> Plus, I could do, like, backflips while now, I'm going down. Now, like, going up the stairs would be, be nice. Just, But I'm choosing invisibility because, literally, I'm already six foot tall. Mm-hmm. If I'm only getting an extra five feet, that's a maximum of 12 feet that I'm going to be off the ground. Yeah, dude. Th- that's only 12 feet. What if you're I at a concert? I could buy a 12-foot ladder, and I'm chilling. What if you're at a concert? What if, oh, you see that up there? I can't reach that. Oh, all the stores are closed. I mean, no ladders. 
I'm gonna just yeah, fly but, up there. but, uh, but you can only go up five feet though. I'm hey. six foot tall. Yeah. The amount of people that are over six foot mm-hmm. is very minimal. Like the high, the more I, like I'm not even exactly six foot. I'm like six two. Years. I'm taller than most people. When we, when me and Tyler go to church on the weekend, she can't. If she sits behind anyone, she can't see. Well, guess what? With the ability to fly, she ain't gotta worry about it, dog. Dude, I mean, I guess if you're a short person, but I'm, I'm not short, and I don't care about being ten. I don't care about being twelve feet off the ground. I could just get a six-inch lift kit on a truck, and I'm, I'm floating at, at twelve foot in the air. Okay, my, my take on this is you love the Dallas Cowboys, right? Yeah. You love, uh, love the NFL. Yeah. So. Imagine that you could drive to any NFL stadium, for instance, when the Dallas Cowboys play, and you could just sneak right past security. How far am I going to actually could turn, hit, though? You could turn. What do you mean? Right before you, you hide behind something, you turn invisible, and then you just walk right in. Okay, but there's multiple checkpoints. Oh, and I then, guess I can and turn then so, You only so have 30 now, seconds, then you got to hide. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But also, too, most of it, it's like it's not the Super Bowl. Most of it's just scanning tickets. Mm. So, like, they're not going to walk past you and be like, hey. Where, you know, like you're just, it was just a ticket that you gave them. So now you can sneak into that. Or for instance, like I don't know much about the UFC, but I do enjoy watching it. I could sneak into that, or just or any, any event, any event, any any event. I'm sneaking. You know I'm what I could right do? In. I could honestly just you know get an airplane, go on top of the Dallas Cowboys thing, jump off, and then just stop myself before I hit the ground. How, how much Boom, airplane I'm, costs? Yeah, and, and then now you're just what you're just gonna be floating in the middle of the stadium. <laughs> everyone's just watching you just float hey, by. They're gonna think it's so cool. They're gonna be like, you know what? We'll let you stay, buddy. You're you know you're flying. I, I don't know, dude. Th- this guy never he, he didn't agree with the one that that he, we said last episode either with mine. He but agreed with me. You didn't I, agree with the. I know, time. I know. Okay, but I think flying only five feet off the ground is not worth it for me. No, not at all. You know how dumb I'd feel. Yeah. It'd just be five feet above backflips, bro. You look awesome. That's like being like, in Minecraft creative and only being able to go five feet, <laughs> like two blocks up. Yeah, <laughs> like dude, it makes it makes no sense. One, also two, I get to sneak up on my girl, so I can <sighs> mess with her. Like I could go and slowly open the door, and be, it's just like. Well, what if your ability doesn't and affect so your clothes? I could, I get. You said I turn invisible. You do. I didn't say your clothes do. Now why you gotta why you gotta switch all up? <laughs> do, your, do your clothes fly five feet up in there too, or just you? Yeah, out of so here. Like when you're, when if you're, I'm invisible, I'm all of me is okay. invisible. Yeah. But like sneaking up on my girl, like you know, I'm not I'm not one to steal. But if somebody wanted to, dog, you just you walk into a convenience store and yeah. just get to grabbing stuff. Now they're probably gonna see the oh, door God. open, but <laughs> hey, no face, no body, no case. All right. Oh God, dude, look, you need to steal from a store. There's just a, a magical cart. Hauling ass out the store, <laughs> and I'm, you know, I only get a minute of invincibility, so I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, but I get to put everything in the car. But he gets gassed in thirty seconds. <laughs> I'm done. I'm gone, dude. Hey, gone. you know what it made me think of? Chogi at Bill Miller's with a five-gallon bucket just floating in midair as it goes across the parking oh my lot because he, he stole the pickle juice. <laughs> he stole the Does, doesn't want to pay the four dollars. <laughs> doesn't want to pay the gallon of sweet tea. Jesus. I don't know, man. I I mean, the ability to fly, dude, it's nice. Like, yeah, five feet, but, dude, I can do a lot with five feet. Dude, you know what you could do to Maria being invisible for one minute? Not be near her? Yeah, but you could you could mess with her so much. I guess. You could go, you, could go, you know. Just kick open the door? Mess with her car. <laughs> you could go mess with her car. Oh, because, yeah. you know, be, be invisible for a minute. Go put sugar in her gas tank. Jesus. Maria is his mom, by the way. That is 
I would never, I would never condone that. I would never, I would never condone that. But I know how that relationship is. Yes, and you I know. Would. Yes, you would. He literally gave me the idea. <laughs> yes, you would. He's like, I would on. never. Hey, matter of fact, that. I know what we're doing tonight, guys. <laughs> hey, but if that does end up happening, if the police are watching, it's all it was jokes. not us. It was all jokes. It wasn't us. I would never. I'm too. I'm too much of a goody two shoes. It, it cuts to like uh, a CTV camera footage of choking just. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm too much of a goody two shoes, bro. Like, no, you're not. Oh, well, I guess now you are. But I heard back in the day you were not. Okay, fifth grade year, I had a ton of referrals. I had a referral a day. Every That's single, crazy. Look, bro, you were a look, terrible kid. I. I <laughs> only, thing, only thing my parents had to worry about was my grades, and yeah. that's just because I hated doing homework. I was I would get a hundred on the test, and that was the only thing that kept my grades afloat. But never done a drug, not once. Besides, that wasn't prescribed to me. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> never done a drug, mm-hmm. not once. I'll I'll give you I, that. I will dabble in some drinking. I know, but not with us. You bum. I will, but I also like to get home safe. That's why you have your wife drive you, dude. Your wife she is, likes to get crunk too sometimes. She likes to get drunk. She gets crunk all the time. Every time we have our get together, she always. Are you drinks. Are you saying that his wife's an alcoholic? She. I ain't saying she a truth, the dog. That's all I'm saying. She would never, dude. She's not an alcoholic. She literally only she socially. Just, she likes having a good time. Hey, <laughs> I'd be careful what you say because she watches these after we record them, and she may pull up on us. Oh, oh God, dude! But yeah, she's no, coming she, right now. You better look at that camera and apologize right now. Tyler Nelson, I'm sorry. Had to drop the government name <laughs> on yeah, him. Dude, for Had real, to let man. him know exactly God, who she was. Dude. You may have to bleep that, bro. Oh God! But yeah, no. uh... She's literally both of us are only social drinkers. Uh, we when we first moved out, we were getting maybe like a twelve pack of like Dos Equis. We would drink two, and the rest would just sit in the fridge. Dude, mine my my Canaritos, dude, they're still in the fridge. I only bought one pack. When How I many you got left though? Uh, what like five, four? Are they all the brown ones? No, nah, they they only gave me like three three brown or. Well, I think it's three, six, nine, twelve, and there's like five different flavors. Yeah, dude, I think. Like, I got to call you out, man. I don't know. You just drink little, like, little girl drinks, man. Dude, little, they're good. What, what my parents call panty droppers. <laughs> hey. Little, little, <laughs> si- little sissy drinks. I don't like Like, he doesn't drink beer. It, I don't it's, like it's sugary. alcohol. It's, it, it's just sugary drinks. He, he drinks the, the jaritos, but with the alcohol in them. They're good. I, like, I'll drink a Miller Lite, dude, if it's there. Or I like I like me a Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Dude, um, I mean, come on. Of course. This I guy won't drink just, like, straight whiskey, though. Would you drink just straight whiskey? Not a shot. You pour uh, up a glass of whiskey. Nah, probably not, dude. Why? Dude. Because it tastes like alcohol, bro. It, it tastes doesn't taste like sugar. I don't like taking shots. Like, like it doesn't shots. taste like juice. Yeah. I, like, I like taking shots because it gets me super drunk. But, I mean, it, I don't like taking shots. I, every time, dog. Dude, my thing, and it's, it's kind of, you know, I'm kind of like outing myself. But, like, I've never really been able to get into, like, drinking. Because, dude, I have... Like I have, uh, I wouldn't say like pretty bad anxiety, but I have anxiety and I'll start thinking about it too much. Cause I would see my friends at parties, drink, get fucked yeah. up and then puke everywhere. And so yeah. I started like putting, like throwing up and drinking in the same category and I hate oh, throwing up. Yeah. And so like, I, like if I drink, it's one or two, like I can't drink more than that. Cause I'll start like, 
I'll turn into a whole head case and then, and then I'll make myself puke. And like, That's I wasn't crazy. even, so like, it kind of just ruins it for me, bro. I can't, I can't do it. Dude, you're not going to puke every time, but like, there are sometimes you're going to puke that. There was one time, uh, cause we have a get together about every month with a bunch of our friends. Oh, I think I've um, heard this one. <laughs> whenever we first started, I think it was our second get together. I got so crunked. I blacked out cause I don't even remember this moment, but from what I was told, I was trying to sleep and in my mind, dude, I'm like, I was probably like, you know what? If I go to sleep right now, can't throw up if you're asleep. <laughs> so I was, I was like, that wasn't true. And then, oh, apparently I just opened my eyes and just, <laughs> just started throwing up on Kevin's couch and started making my way, covering my mouth, getting oh. it, getting it, oh. <laughs> made it to the bathroom. Uh, apparently I missed the toilet, missed the toilet completely. And well, I technically didn't miss the toilet. I hit the toilet. Missed the inside else. of the bowl. Missed the inside of the bowl. <laughs> just hit everything else. I, I hit the outside of the toilets. Mm. And, dude, it was just so disgusting. My buddy said for the re- like, he was only there for like two, three months because he moved out. He said for the remainder of the time that he was there, still smelled like throw up. Not to... Yikes. Not to be nasty, but my buddy did the same thing as you did when we went on a spring trip. Uh, spring trip. Never fails, guys. He always drops his water. Yeah, I never called fails. him out before the podcast started. You guys can't see it, but he told me he never spills his water, and then his water just... He spilled it twice already. So it's over. Yeah. No, that was my first time. That was this, the first time. No, this is twice. You spilled it earlier. I actually didn't spill. You just tipped it over. You need, you need one of these, bro. <laughs> Buzio, if you want to be a, a sponsor in the future, I let me like know. I feel like if I kick that, it's still going to fall over. Dude. You like a material girl oh, like that. Oh, it closes. I did not. Bro, you're so dumb. You're so Dude, slow. That went right over my head. Just like everything else. Anyways, I went on a spring break trip to Port A, and my buddy J.E., and I know I name dropped him, but he's a close homie. He's dope. So, you know, I'll leave that in. Yeah. Uh, but the homie J.E., he was I, I, like he was drinking a bunch and then he ends up like taking a nap. And it's like only 4 p.m. Because they were like we were all drinking in the morning, like pretty early. I mean, it's spring break. There's yeah. no there's no time on when you start drinking oh, yeah. alcohol. But anyways, he falls asleep at like 4 or 5 p.m. Like I'm not thinking much of it. And he's just sleeping on the couch. He's just like this. He's just 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 you know going going at it and we're all just hanging out have having a good time like just kind of you know living around them because he's sitting on the couch like we're all on the couch we're watching tv we're in the backyard whatever and no one's kind of you know no one's really paying attention to him we're letting him sleep and like six hours go by we're still like partying they had a hot tub in the backyard so we're in the hot tub we're all drinking you know doing other things i won't tell on here you know (laughs) but um like he's just still asleep and so i'm like someone's gotta wake him up like someone's gotta someone's gotta wake him up so one of my buddies goes and taps on his shoulder he's like hey jay jay like you good you good and he looks up and he goes huh and then the the second his eyes open all the way he goes oh my goodness (laughs) yaks everywhere everywhere i uh i recently had an experience like that um i went to my parents for I can't remember why we went. Oh, Clay's birthday. Yeah. It's Clay's birthday. So um, they got this place called Rita's next to where they live. And it's mm. a to-go margarita place. Oh. I, every time, get a 44-ounce 
big old margarita, and it's got like four different types of alcohols in it. It's yeah. not just tequila. It has a couple. I can't remember what's all in, but it's called. It's called. I can't remember. It's Tropical Storm. Tropical Storm. That's what it's called. And okay. man, oh man, it's really good. <laughs> But they give you these thin straws that you really got to work to get it out. Oh, you got to really suck. Yeah, so it takes me, like, most of the night to get rid of it. Because we go to bed, like, 10 o'clock. Yeah. So it, it takes me about four hours to finish it. And I'm just at a, a level of, I'm feeling good. You know, we, we play Pictionary. Um, and we're drawing. And, I you know, I'm saying dumb things. Stuff like that. But it's never, like, crazy. Mm. Well, this time, I was like, man, screw all this. I'm not sitting here... <laughs> Trying to get my margarita. I'm gonna get me a one of like a fatty, like a fat, like oh, one of those straws. About to chugging. Like one of those straws that you put in a boba drink so that the, the boba can come oh up. Oh my god. And so I was like, put that bad boy right in there, dog. Next thing I know, like 45 minutes, my 44 ounce margarita has dwindled to nothing. <laughs> and so I'm like, <coughs> which is my brother, by the way. I'm like, let me get your margarita. <laughs> oh my god Maybe you you're badass so yeah uh he got a 24 or 32 ounce and he didn't like the way it tastes so i was like let me get it so he's like it's in the freezer man so i go done boba straw boba straw in that bad boy <laughs> i love the, i love the sound effect <laughs> yeah i just i throw it in there dude and i'm ready to go and you know we're about to start playing pictionary and i'm like yo i gotta be in my a game let me down some more of these. <gasps> what? Oh my God. How does that make sense? I drank like half this margarita. And Clay got one that was less strong than mine, but still like really sugary drinks. I drink about half and I'm like feeling good, good. Like I'm, I can't even hardly draw. Like I'm like, they're like, I, I don't even know the premise of the game anymore. I'm like, holy shit. They're like, is it a squiggle line? Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, we get through the game. You know, we always play guys versus girls. I won't say what we really call it, but we always play guys versus girls. <laughs> and uh, and us guys win. And I'm like, all right, Is cool. it called tits versus dicks? No, it's called <laughs> poles versus holes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what it is. Yeah, it's poles versus holes. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we literally were finishing up, and I just finished the margarita, I'm feeling really good, at this point. like really good. Like I'm I bet you were that I normally don't say, and I'm I'm being chilling, dude. Babe, you wanna go to the bathroom real quick? <laughs> you wanna you wanna go to the bathroom and have some fun? Oh, in the hell, though. Was getting a little too frisky. Not dog. A, not a, not at my parents' house, but uh, so we're feeling good. Tyler's like, all right, I'm gonna go blow up the air mattress. She had her whole Rita already, so she's feeling good, and Tyler doesn't take too much. And she's blowing up the air mattress. And while she's like blowing up the air mattress, I'm like, Clay, go get me one of your your, your beers. Another he, one? Yeah, and he's drinking Milwaukee's best. Oh. The cheapest of the cheap, yep. bro. It is disgusting. Mm. I took a sip and I was like, hey, this is good. I was so gone Can't that I it. thought it was good. Oh my God. And so I'm like, I down this whole I I down <laughs> this whole beer like real quick, dude. As soon as I down it, Tommy's not feeling so well. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't say anything because they're like, everybody else, because I'm like already pretty messed up, is like, don't throw up, don't throw up. <laughs> they're making fun of me. They're already clowning me. So I'm like, Tommy hurts, but I'm fine. I'm chilling. <laughs> it wasn't until I got on that air mattress 
and I'm, I'm a solid 250 pounds, I lay down and it's woo, woo. Oh. <laughs> and the room starts spinning. If everything feels like I'm like stuck in time and everything's moving, but I'm not, oh, I and know. I, my, I'm like trying to close my eyes because I have the same. I had the same theory that this it was guy smart. had. It's Dude, so smart. If I go time. to sleep, then I just won't throw up. <laughs> Even though that's like you could aspirate and kill yourself. But um, yeah, no, I'm like trying to go to bed and my mom comes in. She's like bringing blankets or whatever for us. And Tyler has a comforter or whatever that she's bringing. And she's like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah. And then all of a sudden I just shoot up. Ooh. Shoot all the way up. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to go to the bathroom. You can't get up. Literally got up. Projectile. Oh my oh, god! All over the floor. All over the floor. Dude, half of our audience has already left. Like, yeah. we're talking about throwing up. They're gone. Yeah. They've already dipped out. Hopefully, but, you're not eating when you're listening to this. Or yeah. Watching it. And yeah. if you are, we're terribly sorry. You can just skip ahead. And if also, you'd like. we should have said something. <laughs> we told them in the first episode we're on ordinary. We're gonna talk about whatever on here. Yeah, so. we're gonna talk about whatever. Yeah, so it's your fault. It and it's funny stories. So I filled up half a trash can. And wait, oh wait, is this like after it got cleaned up? No, I, so as I was going, I got like on the floor, and then my mom was like, "Here." Yeah, so yeah. what you're saying is, you threw up a whole bunch, and then still filled up half a trash can. Uh, I threw up probably like for like two, three seconds on the floor, and then my mom, my mom already had a trash can in her hand because she, she knew what's up. She knew it was up, but yeah, no, I filled up like half a trash can. Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, and I, I felt horrible. Oh yeah. The next day though, I didn't feel that bad. I literally only had a headache. Well, yeah, because like you threw minutes. it all up. Had a headache for 10 minutes, drink some coffee, I was good. Golly. Yeah, I, I, I threw up everything, dude. I like, promise I tr will try not to get that messed up tonight. <laughs> oh, you're going out tonight? Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Kevin are going out. Oh. Going to the square, baby, because 6th Street is too expensive. And That's where Ghetto West wants to and go. Ratchet. And Ghetto and Ratchet. It's really called Dirty Six. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there was one time I actually drove down 6th Street. And as I was driving, there was some random guy running down for his life going, ah, help me. They're trying to hurt me. Help. And I was like, what the hell is he doing? Two seconds later, group of guys chasing him. And I was like, oh, you better run. Doc. It sounds like, like you'd be in that. He's like, I ain't jumping in that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hope you get out. The, this guy would be the one running away. He'd say some dumb shit and then. Oh, dude, I'm running too, dog. 18. 18 year old Chris, probably. 21 year old Chris, not so much. You're running away. Stop looking. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about saying the dumb shit. Dude. Oh, oh, yeah. If, if you're going to go to Austin, though, don't go to Rainy Street. No, just I was just, dude, I was just there today. And rest in peace to this, like, person. But um, I told you guys in, you know, in my intro when we first started the, the, when we made the first podcast that I help people move and it's through an app. Um, I'm not, I won't say what app, but if you figure it out, you figure it out. But anyways, I help people move and I was on rainy street today and I went to the sixth floor to help this lady move from one apartment to the, to the next. And there was an, an apartment like door, the door was like framed uh, off like with wood. And then like the number was scratched out. And I asked the lady that, uh, that I was helping and I was like, Hey, I was like, why is that like place all boarded up? You know, like, why is there a, you know, plywood on the door? And, you know, rest in peace to this person, but apparently some guy was going through some issues and ended up jumping off the sixth floor and, mm. you know, I'll yeah, let, you know, you, you know what happens crazy. next. 
but it just like dude it felt so dark because like i walked like because i had to keep going you know back and forth like past that that apartment and it just felt so dark and yeah. it's weird because it was in the corner by itself like the apartment yeah. And it just like the light was there's no light over there, so it's just dark and it do it just felt so creepy, bro. And that's dude. so sad, dude. Like that somebody's life like ended because every life is like really precious. Like, and if you guys ever feel that you're in that space and there's no other choice, like call somebody, get some help, talk to somebody first. You know? Yeah. I was like, that that's never the an answer. You know, it doesn't it doesn't end your it doesn't end the pain. Really, it just puts it onto somebody else. It does, yeah, because then it's uh, you know, I'm not trying to uh I'm not trying to be mean to somebody, you know, maybe if you're struggling with it, but it's, it's selfish to others around you that care for you and value yep. you because like you, you're, you are technically a murderer because you're taking your own life away and then other people have to sit there and be broken and hurt for the rest of their lives. Like, you know, missing you and wishing they had more trying memories to fill with that you and same stuff. Void that yeah. So like it, it's never worth it. I've, you know, I've dealt with some mental issues and I've dealt with, you know, being, depressed sometimes and sad and everything like that and i promise you i know maybe in the moment it looks so real but it is never ever worth it I, i'm telling you like maybe we'll get deeper into it at some point but i have i have dealt with some things that are really you know you know hard on the mind and stuff and i fought through it so i, I promise you whatever's going on you could definitely get through it don't no, that's never the answer exactly exactly and if you think you have nobody to talk to just Take a deep breath and look around. You probably have somebody. You just literally, don't realize it. Literally anybody in your general vicinity, if you're struggling with something that bad, is normally down to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just speak. They, they think that they're not. But yeah. just, just speak about it and you'd be surprised. And if you feel like you don't have anyone, and this is not sponsored at all, but BetterHelp. Yeah. Like, it's, it's definitely you can virtual. literally get like a free consultation not only that suicide hotline yeah. yeah if you feel like you have no one to talk to those people are literally trained to just talk yeah. and listen not talk but listen mm -hmm. so if you need somebody to just listen to you call them like yeah absolutely never well let's get i don't want us to stay too too long too on, on yeah i don't want us to be like too you know low yeah uh, but you brought up 6th Street, and that made me think of a story of the time I was like 16, 17. And mom, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I probably wasn't allowed to be on 6th Street, and I probably lied to you and said I was somewhere else, but whatever. Um, I was on 6th Street with one of my old buddies. Uh, we're not friends anymore. I won't mention his name. Um, I will just call him. I'll call him B. I'll call him B. <laughs> we're just going down the alphabet, baby. Yeah. yeah, we're just going down. I'll call him B. But anyways, me and B went to 6th Street, you know, first time ever having, you know, a good time. Now, we're not getting any bars, but, you know, there's live music outside. There's the APD is down there with their horses and stuff. There's mm. people all dressed up in crazy different outfits. Like, I was just entertained with yeah. what was going on around me. Um, and then I see a crazy homeless lady. And tweaker. Yeah, she's tweaking. She is <laughs> off some. She is, I don't know. She's not in this world. Oh, but she starts, you know, walking towards us. You know, I'm not thinking anything of it. And downtown, they do a lot of construction where there's not really any sidewalks. Yeah. So like on 6th Street, there's the uh, it's almost uh, like there's two walls and then like a roof. 
And it's only like you can fit maybe me and Diaz like shoulder to shoulder, like walking mm-hmm. through it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, and it's just made of those plastic like things. Mm-hmm. If that if that was a good enough representation. But anyways, basically, there's not any way to move or get out of it or escape unless there's only two entrances. Yeah. You know, this side and that side. You know, walking through it. But anyways, um, she starts walking towards us, and then. She has, you know, she has her hand behind her back. And, you know, I'm a little sketched out, but it's some scrawny little tweaker. So I'm not thinking anything of it. And then she just, no, honestly, just flickered. But then <laughs> she pulls out, I'm not even joking, swear to God, pulls out a machete. Oh, oh my God. Pulls out, and I'm talking like handle to, to end of blade, like tip of blade, like probably about this long. Pulls it out. And there's a couple walking back. Like we had to move and kind of let a couple like walk behind us like around us as we're walking towards her and she starts running after us and she's screaming where's linda what'd you do to linda she's like where's linda what'd you do to her what'd you do and she's like chasing and she's like swinging at the air she's not like near us but she's like she's swinging at the air like running and that that couple's right there Bro, I pushed through that couple. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. <laughs> Push them down. No, no, no. Like I shoulder checked him and ran. Like it was every man for himself. I didn't care about B. I didn't value his life anymore. Like we were best friends. But that lady came with that machete, bro. Everything went out the door. Loyalty, everything. I ran, shoulder checked that couple and booked it. I didn't look back. We left Sixth Street, and I like that was it. But dude, if you guys. Are gonna go down downtown, downtown Austin, and have fun. Don't go to Sixth Street. Mm-mm. Don't go to Sixth Street. Don't go to Rainy Street either. Like, yeah, don't go to Rainy Street either. There was a serial killer that was on the loose there. It, it was absolutely crazy. I think he still crazy. is. Yeah. The yeah. Rainy well, Street they Ripper said maybe he left or something, but apparently, according to the theories, he changes from Chicago to here. Yeah. So he goes to Chicago. Gets a couple victims, comes back. Mm. And he'll lay low for a little bit, get a couple victims. APD, all they say is that it is a... Um, people are getting too drunk on uh, Rainy Street and walking into the river. Yeah, and, and in like a month, there was like six bodies. Yeah, And yeah. they're like, yeah, it just happened because people were drowning from being too drunk. Like, Yet nobody believed it. They won't put a light there. So it's pitch black. I, I actually went and saw... Uh, one day I was I wasn't doing anything. It is pitch black where these guys are supposed, and it's all guys, all males. Yeah, yeah. Not one it, it's gay men. Yeah, I was about to say, I was yeah. Like, yeah, it's gay men. Yeah, uh, and they're normally like they're tw- like tw- older twenties, right at maybe mid thirties. So it's like twenty five to thirty five. Yeah, that the age range is, and they normally all look kind of alike. I'm actually in the Facebook group for the uh, investigations that they do, so it's like people investigating themselves. Joker's got so, a conspiracy going, dog. Like, no, like people go scuba diving. People do the, all this oh, stuff. Geez. And they they link between uh, Chicago, like the timeline. So like whenever stuff's not happening here, they go to Chicago and see if stuff, happen- stuff is happening there. Like people are fully devoted and committed to this. And I wouldn't be surprised if it actually is a serial killer. And But my thing is like, how is he getting these people in the river? Yeah. I don't know, but that's that doesn't just happen because people got drunk. It was 100% a serial killer. Yeah, how do you get drunk? And why do they refuse to put a light there? Yeah. Because they don't want to, like, inter, uh, interfere with Mother Nature. It, it, the spot that people are walking off of, there's maybe a, a couple of trees. It's just dark at night. It's yeah. pitch black. I was like, yeah, one light's not going to hurt Mother Nature. Like, well, come on. APD's but even if I was drinking, like... 
one, you would think that there would be enough complaints if somebody, like if people were kept falling in there where they're saying like, hey, I fell in or like this and that. Like you think that they would have already fixed that, but no, because that doesn't happen. People were being dumped there. They you were not, they yeah. were not drowning there because they got drunk. I don't care if I'm messed up. If I just fall, because like, if you guys know Lady Bird Lake, like it's not any, it's not anything crazy. Like there's no cliff or anything. Like if I fall in there, even if I'm drunk, like I know you, like people say like not to go like swimming out in the ocean or something because you could be too tired to not notice it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm right there next to shore. I'm just going to grab onto something and put, pick myself back up. I may be drunk, but if I'm about to drown or something, like I'm not just going to sit there and just drown. Like plus isn't Lady Bird Lake like super cold? No, I mean, it's not super cold, but also we live in Texas where during the summer when most of these occurred, it is 100 degrees. That lake is shallow near the shore. Like it gets it. Oh, yeah. It's it, only it like down. maybe a few feet at yeah. most. So it's like, how do you like I've heard of people drowning in a freaking dog water bowl before. But like, how do you have six guys within like the span of two months? All falling in the same spot, all drowning because they were too drunk. Bro, it didn't happen that way. It, there's no, no way. No. We're on to you, APD. <laughs> we're on to Dude, you. Dude, and they actually caught a serial killer. Like, after this happened, like, a few months later, uh, after it cooled down, everybody thought that they caught him, like, caught the right person. But there was a serial killer that was caught. I don't know where he lived, but it was, like, the outskirts of Austin, I want to say. Oh, okay. But, like, it was either, like, it had to be, like, like Pflugerville, Round Rock area, like stuff like that. But some guy that committed like multiple murders like over 20 years ago finally got caught like recently in Austin. It's the new technology that gets them. Yeah. yeah. Like to kill somebody nowadays, you have to plan it. Like, and if you don't plan it, then it's going to be sloppy and you will get caught. Yeah. yeah. To, to kill somebody nowadays, you, you can't have a single piece of your DNA touch them. That means your finger can't t they can get DNA DNA from under your fingernail because you maybe just scrape them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you cannot not plan things like that. Like I mean there used to um there used to be a serial killer in Florida, I think it was, ran amok on prostitutes. Literally would pull up, get them in the car, shoot them in the head, like with the window down, shoot them in the head so the bullet didn't hit the car or anything. Dump them. Took forever for these people to catch these, this guy. Jesus. Took forever. But back then, they didn't have the technology we have nowadays. Yeah. Like, they couldn't trace the individual round. Uh, the individual round. They can track gunpowder, dude. So the second a bullet is fired, they can track from where the gunpowder starts, which is crazy to me. So, say, I just decide one day I'm going to shoot a couple rounds off my apartment balcony. They'll find you. They'll find it. They'll tra yeah. They can trace based on bullet trajectory, based on uh, caliber, and uh, based on, you know, uh, the way that the gunpowder spreads and stuff like that. They can test everything. Mm -hmm. That is insane to me. It's technology nowadays, man. We're getting Forensics more Forensics is insane. That's the one thing I love about, like, uh, car accidents um, well, I don't love car accidents, but the thing that I, <laughs> the thing that I love about it, like, is that like, if you get into a wreck and somebody tries to lie, they can see like where the tire marks start, like the way that they yep. hit you, like they can reenact stuff. So if someone's like, 
oh, like they, they hit me, you know, cause they're, they don't want to admit their wrongs and stuff and take accountability. Like they can figure out like who hit who, where yeah. paint rubs yeah. off, like, like where everything, like where everything happened and they can reenact the whole entire thing and figure out who's at fault. We live in a digital age too. Like imagine trying to kill someone when there's cameras that could be literally anywhere. Oh yeah. yeah. dude. Like they have cameras that fit in the hole of a shower head that have, that I are like, this. dude, have I never, have I never told y'all? No, actually you haven't told me. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say anything specific. Just somebody that I know because the person that this occurred to may or may not watch this podcast. Okay. And I'm not going to be specific. Yeah. Craziest thing. Someone I know mm-hmm. selling their house. They've known, a, they've either been in this house, grew up in this house, or have been around this house for long a long time. time. Uh, very long time. Mm-hmm. They go to sell it. This couple buys it. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this couple has two kids. They have a daughter and a son. Mm-hmm. The son is older, and he lives not in the house. He lives in a camper outside. My people that I know that own this house previously may have renovated the entire bathroom. Mm. Like seven years before it was sold. Okay. Maybe even more than that, like 12 years before it was sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day, they get a text from the previous buyer with a very creepy photo of a camera that is in an outlet that they found in the bathroom. The camera looks through the hole of the outlet, has really good quality, and can connect via Wi-Fi. What the hell, dude? Yeah. So they're like, hey, why did you put this in my daughter's bathroom? And if, if you knew the people that own the house, they would never do such thing. Yeah. Yeah. They but, they have no care in the world to do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but being strangers. No motivation. Yeah. And so I mean, just to be able to have a camera and an outlet and be able to stream it, which my guess is it was the brother in the camper streaming it to Ooh. his laptop watching his sister. Oh my that is God! Disgusting. That's my guess, bro. That and if that is the case, because it's all like uh, you know, innocent till proven guilty. Yeah, yeah. But like, if that is the case, bro, that is absolutely horrendous. That is not. That is not okay. The people that own this house haven't lived in it, or hadn't lived in it for, bro, watching forever. your own sister, bro. That's and sick. at that, your little sister, right? Little sister. I think so. Yeah. yeah oh, that's I would sick. That's sick. And you know. Uh, Dude, I would feel weird, like, say, like, in my relationship, if I was, like, like, even if I, even if I told, like, if, like, I went to my girl and I was, like, hey, like, I'm going to put a camera in there, you know, uh, whatever, like, or just in her room or something, even then I would feel weird with both of us knowing it and her being my woman. Like, I would just, it would just feel weird. Like, it's, it's just, like, so, like, if I'm at work, I'm just, like, oh, like, because she won't know when it's on, so I could spy at any moment. Like, that's yeah. creepy. And then just to do one further, one, they don't know about it, and two, it's your little sister, bro. That makes me, speaking of throwing up, dude. And yeah. the outlet, oh. the, where the outlet is, is where you would normally, like, undress to get into the shower. That is absolutely disgusting. The way that that, and who knows, there could have been more in there that they found. But, Jesus. yeah, no, uh, that was insane. And 
whenever I saw the picture because this person showed me the picture, yeah. I looked up that camera because I had in my Mini Cooper a little bitty camera because there was multiple times that my car looked like it was going to be stolen uh, at school because I had crowbar marks of people trying to break, like bust the door open and stuff. So I got this little tiny camera to monitor the inside of my car mm -hmm. and it ran off my speaker wire, which ran off the subs. And uh, I looked this camera up and yeah, dude, like literally all it needs is a very small power source, which you can wire directly into that outlet. Mm -hmm. And then bam, you can live feed straight to your laptop I don't know if it can go wherever, but you know, you could just watch the live feed whenever. Dude, that is disgusting. <laughs> it's it's crazy you say that because right now my girl's on a trip to New York, mm -hmm. and she's staying in like some old like Airbnb, and she was just telling me how like, uh, like because they're in New Jersey, and they were just saying how like the area that they're in, like they just don't really feel like comfortable, like it's just like really run down, and like she said that. Uh, like her her driver like when they got in like just smelled like weed like was texting and driving was like swerving through traffic yep. and stuff like it just like she was just like not feeling good about it you know um, and I told her I was like make sure you check because she's in an Airbnb and they're known for putting cameras in, in the shower stuff. yeah and so yeah. I was like make sure you check like because you know you don't want to be you know caught you know, taking your clothes off or showering or something and or even your family members and you're just walking around without your clothes on and, you know, somebody just is seeing that. Like, it's just so disgusting. Like, I don't even know how you think about that. Like, never in a million years, w if I owned a home and rented it out, would I ever think about doing that? It's the mentality never. of people. Like, you oh, have yeah. to want to be able, like, you have to be that creep. Yeah. Like, you have to be a creep. Like, it's not even, it's creep. not even, like, just thinking about it. Because someone could, like, have a, an intrusive thought and just be like, oh, I could put a camera up. You know, like, joking. Yeah. But, like, they've got, like, they enjoy it. Like, they're like, oh, like. They I, look forward to yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, I can't wait for these people to come this week because I get to put this camera up. And sometimes the, the bad thing about Airbnb is sometimes it's, I heard of this, people will rent out an Airbnb for one or two days, go put all their cameras in there, and then they're set. Yeah. That's so they don't even crazy. own the Airbnb. It's not the owner of the Airbnb. And so many people are in and out, in and out, in and out. Yeah. That you and, can just, and they're like you said, they're so small. They yeah. get away with it. The fact that you can put one in a shower head, is, it, it baffles me. Yeah. Like insane. And like Tyler's mom's the same way. Anytime she goes stay somewhere, she checks everything. And then in addition to that, before she goes to sleep, she will move like every piece of, of furniture possible to block the front door. Yeah. And like, even at a hotel, she'll block the front door. Mm. And it, it's so crazy. I don't blame her, especially just like being a woman in this, in this in, era, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, uh, Tyler asked me once, um, a couple of years ago, she was like, uh, it was when we first started dating. She was like, uh, when you have kids, what, what do you want first? A guy or a girl? Or a boy or a girl. And I said, a boy. And she was like, why wouldn't you want a girl? And I was like, raising a girl in this society and teaching them like, hey, you know, you can't wear a skirt as a young girl because there might be a creep. Rather, yeah, a 40-year-old pedo. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of if you're wearing shorts under that or whatever, that's going to that's gonna try. Yeah. Like, or he's going to get off on that. Or you can't, like, you may as well just walk around and goddamn bubble wrap. Yeah. Because... 
everything is so sexualized towards women in today's society. Disgusting world, man. Yeah, I was like, men are disgusting, dude. Like, not all men, but there's a lot of guys out there that are just absolutely disgusting when it comes to that. It's, I don't, I don't understand it. It's got to be a mental health issue, in my opinion. They got to be crazy. Yeah, they got to be like, how how does, how is that attractive? Like, you ever watch those, like, you know, uh, what, what's his, what's that guy's name that used to do the, um, EDP? No, no, he, uh, How to Catch a Predator, what was his name? Chris Hansen? Chris Hansen. Dude, the guys that he would catch, not, uh, in my opinion, they, there were a couple that looked the same, but other than that, they're all different looking. Yeah. Yeah. They come in all shapes and sizes, uh, dude. All have, they have wives, they have kids. Regular nine to five. Regular nine to fives, you know, Ugh. like. I know. I was like, it's making me itchy, and dude, they, talking they, about this. You know, you see those clips on TikTok, too, of people that want to, like, meet. They, they catch them at Walmart. Did you see that? Have you ever seen that one clip of the guy that, like, he's off meth? And he's like. Oh, yeah. yeah the, like, the Asian dude? Yeah. He, like, hits, like, four cars trying to leave and, like, does a whole. <laughs> he, he eventually gives up and goes back into the Walmart after trying to leave and hitting four cars. He's, like, trying to pull his hair out because he's tweaking on meth, dude. Golly. And he's, like, trying. It, it, literally, it was his first time. Ever trying to rope someone in got caught. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's why he, you shouldn't that's ever what he do gets. that. That's yeah. what he gets, man. Yep. Any anybody that thinks that that is okay, like you need to see someone. You yeah. need to you need to get that problem fixed because that's I don't not think okay. it's fixable. Well, you I don't just, think it's fixable. And like honestly, like anything that like you know people that are pedos or like are like ha- do sexual stuff like that. You know, if you get caught and all the facts are against you and like there's evidence against you. Honestly, they should get castrated, bro, and put in prison for the rest of their life. Like, content creators. You hear all these stories about content creators that they get fame and they have all these fans and stuff like that, and they groom them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you ever Drake heard Bill? of the, that one really famous guy who, wor- who um, worked with Skydive's Minecraft, Jim Pop? No. So Jim Pop was, like, um, like, basically one of Sky's buddies, and they made a bunch of content together. And they found a bunch of CP on his phone. And like, oh. and I think they also found homemade CP on oh. his phone. And dude, it was just, it was nasty, dude. dude. And like, I remember just like one day I was watching Sky and I was like, you know, he just wasn't popping up anymore. And I was like, where's he at? Cause I, I enjoyed him, you know? Yeah. Um, and I looked it up and heard about that stuff. And I was like, dude, that is disgusting. I mean, I don't know if you ever watched the Van Os crew, mini lad. Yeah. Weirdo. Oh yeah. Complete creep. And he still is trying to make content. That's disgusting. Like how? And he admitted to it. And now there's dream allegations. Oh, I heard about the dream allegations. That that is crazy. I mean, he's saying he, he's denying it all. Dude, it's sad how we could just go on and on for the rest of tonight talking about. Yeah. You know, just pedophiles. disgusting people. I was yeah. like, dude, the world's Absolutely a disgusting terrible. place, dude. We're a comedy podcast, and we're talking about pedos. <laughs> I mean, we're unordered. You deserve to be clapped. Yeah, it's not it's not a laughing matter and stuff, but we don't want to we don't want to get too dark. Every pedo, I think, we create the Hunger Games, real life. We put them all on a deserted item. I just say, like, if you're if you're a pedo and caught doing that, you should just go to jail for the rest of your life. And get, yeah, dude. No, but why not make some entertainment out of it? That's true. Dude. Put them all on. Well, they usually, get, they usually get shanked in jail. So yeah, real life hunger games true. though. Put them all on an island. Hundred of them. What does the winner get? Mr. Beast is the <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Beast <laughs> is the host. 
He's all, right behind me, guys. I have 100 pedos. And today, they are going to fight for their lives. Winner still dies. <laughs> Winner goes to prison for the rest of their life. Yep. Winner gets to live. Winner gets to sit in the cell for the rest of their life. Protected. <laughs> protected. Uh, protected, dude. Shoot. But yeah, no. Uh, let, let, let's talk about something more uplifting. Uh, wh- what's something funny that happened to y'all this week? Something funny that happened to me this week. I do. I, I work from home. There's not a lot of funny stuff um, that happened. Really? Yeah. E- even like with your, your team's chat and nothing like that, like nothing funny happens? Nah. There was one time that... Not from me, but from um, from somebody I knew, I know that works there or used to work there. I guess uh, he recently quit. Uh, he sent me a picture, and I guess this is still going on the weird stuff. Uh, but he sent me a picture of his Teams chat, and it was just super weird because they were like, "Oh, we have a meeting going on," and he was like, "I have a meeting in the ladies' room," and I was like, "Nobody hey, even said anything yo. about that. Nobody. Um, they they didn't respond to it." I would have literally been like, hey, yo, what, what do you mean by that, bro? Something crazy I saw today was uh, this, you know, I won't get too specific because I don't want people to, you know, know where we live. But if you go out towards, uh, headed, like, towards uh, Austin, uh, there's a four-way stop if you stay on the front of the road. Uh-huh. And there was a lady that went through the stop sign. I'm not thinking much of it. I'm like, cool. She's going through the stop sign in front of me. And then she just tries dope. She just busts it to the left. And the only thing that is there is the U-turn for the people coming this way. Yeah. Like to hit a UE. So she goes down the opposite way into oncoming traffic and then swings around. Like, cause you know how the UE like makes the curve has to swing around it and then turn to go back like that way. And I was like, you just went into oncoming traffic. Like, what is going on? And then not even five minutes later, some guy went from the far right lane on I-35 and cut all the way to the left without even looking. Like, he went from here, and then it's like what I would imagine him grabbing his wheel and just doing this because the way that he cut was so, like, fast. He just went, just straight over. And one, barely missed getting plowed by an 18-wheeler. And then a truck had to like slam on his brakes and was like honking at him. I mean, just, just not a care for anybody else. See, uh, something similar like that happened to me this week. Uh, I don't drive much because I also work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was driving to get uh, something from HEB. Um, and there was this guy driving like a complete butthole. Um, literally PG 13 guys, off, butthole off the roll off the road. I live on, uh, which like the main, like, I guess you could consider it a highway. It is a highway, but it's not really, mm. it's only two lanes. Ain't no highway. If it's, if it's got two lanes, it should, should just be a County road. Yeah. In my opinion. But anyway, yeah. Um, guy driving like an absolute buffoon idiot. Uh, he's cutting up, going crazy. This, this, and this, you know, hopefully wasn't an emergency for any reason. Didn't look like it because, you know, he was driving a Dodge Challenger and he was like <laughs> sitting like up here smoking, you know, like I don't think he was in any rush. He was just trying to cut up, be cool. Yeah. He had his exhaust, kind of like that guy that we were, uh, that we saw on the way to the gym. But anyway, oh. anyway, this guy's cutting up, whatever. 
and he thinks he's so cool. He's he's weaving in and out of traffic. Cop lights him up. Ooh. Get absolutely wrecked, buddy. Yeah, right in front of the H E of the B. SMH, dude. Right in front of it. I'd have pointed and laughed at his drove by. Just, ah! Immediately knew he was getting a ticket. Oh yeah. Because dude, he literally almost ran me over. And I, I, I mean, I drive fast, but I don't drive like super fast because I drive. I'm either driving an SUV or Civic. I don't have a, a family race car anymore. Yeah. Like, like I don't have a, a race, like a car that I can drive, like drive, drive, like how I want to drive. Yeah. And you know, this guy almost. I, I solely believe that we have speed limits for a reason. But if there's nobody else on the road and you're only putting yourself in danger, you should be allowed to do what you want. Yeah. But the second that you start cutting in and out of traffic and endangering other people's lives and other people's families, that's where it should end. Yeah. yeah. And this guy got immediate karma. I was laughing so hard. Like, I could, I, it, it was like the best part of my day. Oh, I yeah. bet. And you, you don't see it often, but. Well, no, dude. In Austin, you kind of see it a lot more often. Yeah, it's terrible. I was like, Austin traffic, if you guys live in Austin, like, like you know, you know, Austin traffic sucks, especially the way people drive. It just, it's terrible. All right, well, I think that's it for today. Yeah, I think yeah. we're going to wrap it. I yeah. think we're going to wrap it up. So once again, thank you to all of our supporters, fans that we have right now that you know went and watched the last uh, episode. Really appreciate you guys. Yep. Um, <laughs> and we really hope that you know we can make you guys laugh and everything and hope that you guys you know enjoyed what we've put out for you guys today. And we drop new pods every Wednesday, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Yeah. Uh, real quick, though, real quick, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Like our TikTok, follow us on TikTok. Uh, we post short clips on TikTok and Instagram, and then we also uh, might start, you know, posting behind the scenes content. Follow it all. Just, uh, just, just follow it all. Follow it all. The follow button. You better. Oh, dude. At, yeah. <laughs> you better click it. You better click it. At the Unordinary Podcast on most platforms. Yeah. Um, and I will link it down below in the description. And yeah, we really do appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Woo!